Welcome back to the Hear Me Out Podcast, Episode 2. I hope you guys enjoyed Episode 1, where we were talking about the whole um, disabled community in general and how we navigate through life and stuff. Well, today's episode is going to be about relationships within the disabled community. Um, For me, I'm going to share a little bit about myself. Um... About seven years ago, I was in a relationship with a really um, nice guy. We were in a relationship um, with each other for about two years. Um, The guy that I was with had uh, spina bifida and stuff. And our relationship was going good throughout um, the two years that we were together. We would constantly do things together and... We would um, talk about things, communicate amongst ourselves and with each other. And it was a really beautiful relationship. Not a lot of people um, thought I was going to be in a relationship. Well, I'm not going to say not a lot of people thought, but some people thought I wasn't going to be in a relationship or how the heck did I get with the guy that I was with. Um... Love is love, honestly. I'm not going to lie about that. Love is love. And you love who you love. And no matter if they have a missing limb or if they're, like I said, Down syndrome or have um, cerebral palsy even, honestly. A lot of people um, judge because people think, you're supposed to be perfectly normal to be in a relationship and have a boyfriend and everything. And that's not the case. I mean, like I said, love is love. And um, people automatically make these assumptions, like I was saying on last week's episode, um, about how people with disabilities can't date. And how is it that they're gonna have sex or intimacy or if they can't walk or if they have a developmental disability um these are all myths honestly they're not all true and they're a bunch of bull crap honestly like I said for me I was in a relationship with a nice guy for about um two years I'm not gonna sit up here and bash my ex-boyfriend because, um, honestly, he was a good guy to me. Um, like I said, we would go out and do stuff together, go out and eat. He would take me um, to where he would like to go, things he would like to do. Um, but on the flip side of that, my relationship with him wasn't very good because we were both very young at the time, and I... Um, I can say we didn't know what we were getting ourselves into and um, we didn't know what a relationship consisted of us being um, together. How we met, honestly, was at the the community college I was at, which was um, a community college not far from my house. Uh, 
Um, I was focused on my studies. Your girl was focused on getting good grades. I was not focused on, like, getting into a relationship um, at the time. Um, I met him at the community college I was at. Like I said previously, he had spina bifida. I have a mild case of cerebral palsy. Um, we, I met him in passing because, I don't know, we just, he just was attracted to me and liked me for who I was and stuff. And also at the time, while we were getting to know each other, I was going to put together a foundation um, for young women that had disabilities at the time, but it didn't go into flourishing, and he had offered to help me, and so we um, DM'd each other on Facebook, and he gave me his number and stuff, and so with that being said, we started to um, text back and forth about my foundation, and um, he started getting personal with me, but not in a bad way, just getting to know me for who Asia was. Um, what else? Yeah, he was a really good guy. Um, I met his family for the first time. I remember his dad picking me up at my house to go to his house on the 4th of July. Um, and I met his dad's side of the family. His, I met his brother, his sister, his grandma, and um, all his aunts and uncles and all of his side of the family. They were really chill with me. I have nothing bad to say about them. I know um, at the end of our breakup, it was like really, it was really intense because... Um, he had told me that he was, um, homosexual, and I didn't take that really well, because here I was giving a guy that I was with for almost two years a chance, um, and stuff, and I loved him with all my soul, but apparently by the end, like, he started distancing himself from me a um, couple of a couple of months before our two year anniversary, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I felt a little like concerned because he wasn't being affectionate and loving like he normally was when we would see each other and stuff and mind you at the beginning of our relationship um he was really loving and really excited that we found each other and stuff like that but at the end of our relationship he like I said he um started to get distance from me and not being as loving and affectionate as he used to be when we started dating. 
Um, we met up at the mall because he said he wanted to talk to me. Um, a couple of days before we had broke up. So he calls me and he says, I need to talk to you. Talks to me about what he wants to talk to me about. And he ends up telling me that he is um, homosexual. I didn't take that well at all. I didn't take it well at all. Because here I am thinking, I gave you a chance to get to know you. And for us to go out for almost two years for you to spring this on me. Um, it was, it was really hard for me because, um, I talked to one of my girlfriends about it. I'm not gonna put her name out there because she's a very close friend of mine. Um, we had broke up with our boyfriends at the same time. And as I was dealing with my breakup, she said to me, and I remember this, she said, you're gonna cry. You're gonna. It's gonna be some tears, and you're gonna. Your heart's gonna. Your heart's gonna hurt really bad. The, mm, the day that we broke up, I was upset, but I wasn't upset to the point where, like, I wanted to cry because I couldn't cry because I was dealing with the upset I had from our when he initially had told me that he didn't want to be with me anymore. Um, it hurt me. The day that we broke up, like I said, I was very, I was angry, couldn't cry, didn't have time to cry. I was just angry. I was hurt. And I, I, I couldn't understand why. Um, the next day, I... <laughs> That's when the tears started to flow for me. Um, I don't very much listen to old school music, but I was listening to a song um, by a group. It's an old 70s group called Rose Royce, and the song's called Love Don't Live Here Anymore. And when I put that song on, I fried my eyes out because it my breakup with him it hurts so bad and um I think for me um to make the long story short this is the first and probably will be the last relationship for me I don't know what the man upstairs has in store for me but I'm not like too closed into love I'm open to it you know um for me, as a person with a disability, I know I can um, find love, and I have a right to find love, just like everybody else, and I have a right to intimacy as a young woman that I am, just like everybody else. Um, um, I don't know why being in relationships for um, the disabled community is so taboo when it shouldn't be um everybody else the average person I should say gets in a relationship and they break up with their partners and they get married and they get divorced and they have kids and stuff I don't know why is it 
why should it be it shouldn't be any different for us in the disabled community as it is for somebody of the average person um to get in a relationship and break up and go through heartbreak and the emotional part of it us as young women with disabilities we have a right to love and we have a right to be happy and and make a family with that person that really loves us for us um from the heart and not just for how should i say it not just for face value because if you love for if you have love for somebody and it's just for face value then that's not love um you shouldn't love somebody just because um they have something wrong with them or feel sorry for them just because they have something wrong with them there's many guys out there that don't really care about like you being in a wheelchair and um having a certain physical impairment with you there there's some really um dope and cool guys out there that will be like hey i love you for you in spite of the wheelchair or in spite of your physical impairment we going to write this until the wheels fall off and stuff and that's what i like about like a real man and i like men that are independent and have a mind for have a mind of their own but also would like to share interests with the woman they're with i think that's really important too and um have like similar backgrounds when it comes to like religion or finances or how do you feel about having kids um in spite of your disability i mean it like i was saying in last week's premiere episode everything's so taboo within the disabled community that it just it just makes me sick and this is why i don't like that we get um unseen overlooked and unheard it's just not fair you know and being a re- in a relationship for um a young woman like myself that is disabled um i'm happy for them because you know why because they're happy and they have a man that actually loves them and actually cares for them and listens to them if um if they're going through something or they have that boyfriend or husband that is going through something and you have your lady that listens to you and 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 is there for you and is very um um caring and compassionate towards how you're feeling and stuff and even though i went through a relationship my advice for that young woman that is um disabled and that is in a relationship with a good guy i would have to say stick with that good guy cuz they're hard to find out there um and just um 
communication for me is the key is the key to a good relationship and stuff because if you don't have communication within that relationship it's it'll be really challenging um i will have to say but yeah being in a relationship and um being a young woman with a physical disability like myself shouldn't be so taboo to talk about that's why in today's um episode that's why we're talking about relationships um within the disabled community and um I'm glad I was able to sit here and even share my story with you um young women out there that are in relationships and um what I went through and stuff I know it's not too late for me to find love I know I'll find love eventually and stuff and shout out to my friend um Lapita for listening to my first episode of my podcast I'm so happy and thank you for those that um clicked and saw the downloads and stuff I have 51 downloads on that but um back to the topic at hand like I said communication is the key to uh, a a really good relationship and I hope um that you as a young woman don't give up on love i'm not giving up on love maybe you're in my same situation maybe you had a boyfriend um that you were in a relationship with and that's your only relationship you had like in forever or maybe you've been in like you maybe you've had not only one ex-boyfriend but maybe three ex-boyfriends and maybe those relationships were not I'm not going to say failed relationships but maybe those relationships were something that you yourself learned from um like I said for me I know it's not too late for me to find love I know like I'm um I have all the how would you say all the um qualifications to um to find a good man and us build on a having a good relationship um for me I don't know if also too um for me as a young woman with the disability and having gone through the relationship I did have um I for me um my ex he wanted to rush and get in a re- relationship I for me I'm kind of old school and um I wanted to when I first met Ben cuz that's my ex-boyfriend's name. I don't know if he listens to my podcast, but when I first met Ben, um he wanted to like really hurry up and get to know me and 
rush into the relationship. That's why I'm saying when I first met him, I wanted to be friends first. Um, that That's the easiest thing for me to do when I'm getting to know like a guy or somebody I'm about to be in a relationship with. I'd rather be friends with them first for about two to three years and then we can get into the relationship but to jump in the relationship for me I feel like it was too fast for me and that's where I feel like when I was in the when I was in a relationship with him I feel like I made I made so many mistakes by not listening by not being a good listening partner to him and not listening to his feelings and I feel like he I can't really speak for him but I'm saying from my standpoint being with him I feel like I I really wasn't like listening to him and letting him be the man that he was supposed to become and um yeah I feel like I made some mistakes in that aspect of it and um I hope in the next relationship that I um end up being a part of that I can hopefully um learn to give the, the man that I'm going to be with, like, his time to communicate with me or express his feelings to me. I think that that is very important. Us as women, we need to learn to listen to a man's feelings. Um, ask him how their day is going or how they're feeling about a certain something. Or what's their opinion, you know? Um, for me, I think when I get into my next relationship in the near future, I'm gonna learn to let him has to let him have his space in communicating with me on how he feels about certain stuff. Um, and if he feels like a certain way about things let him have that space to communicate that like i said um i hope you guys i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i enjoyed doing that doing this episode and talking about dating in the disabled community this is episode 2 i hope you guys enjoyed i right, yeah peace